Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Hello and thanks very much for tuning in to this week's episode of the Irish NRL show. We're very much at the business end of the season, so probably not an awful lot to talk about, but not we'll, much. We'll do our best to we'll milk try, it. We'll try and milk we'll try it. And milk it. We'll get to that tip. Uh, <laughs> as you can tell, I'm obviously joined again by the Tash, uh, talking all things NRL. I'm not going to insult the long-term listener with a power ranking. We've four sides left. I think you know at this stage... There's two clear favourites. And then we have the third and fourth that have been there all year yeah. nearly as well. So we're not going to solve it, but Pemmert 1, Broncos 2, Storm 3 and the Warriors 4. Um, we will, however, kick straight in to fourth tackle. Yeah, so I'm going to start. Just to recap the Storm and Roosters game at the, on Friday night. Uh, a little bit of controversy with a few feckin' ref and decisions maybe. The, the one that sticks out to me is the the Grant sort of knock on. Mm. Now, they stuck with their on-field decision. I don't think it went up. No. But then, the complaints come out and people are able to look at it in, in camera views and stuff like that. Like, where's the ref? Like, we're all giving out about bunker, bunker, bunker. And then, when a ref makes a decision on the field to speed up a game or to, to Yoki Bobby, everyone throws the duty out the window. Like, so you can't have it all your own, own way. But then there was other, like, I know when, what's the name, went over first try, Smith went over first try, there's audio that came out, that Anzi came out, he said, they're coming offside, like, they, mm. they keep on rushing up, and he goes, well, I gave you two, six again, and the penalty. And some, some media outlets are misjudging that for bias towards roosters. But he, all he's saying is, I am reffing them. <laughs> yeah. I'm giving you a six a game and I'm after giving you a penalty. You have to score a try off them three fucking resets. Yeah. What more do you want from me, mate? <laughs> like, which was a bit a bit mad now. Now, it was a much tighter game, I thought, than I than I gave it at the beginning. Like I knew it could have gone either way, but I didn't think it would go down to like the last six minutes or seven minutes of the game. Like the last minute was when Warwick more went over. But it was like it was it was going storm, storm yeah. a little bit more like I thought the storm were coming back something serious. And then for Munster to ultimately take that option and kick the wall was ridiculous, yeah. I thought. It was fantastic. I, it, was, it was a serious finish of the game. Like it just shows you he's balling and, 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 and all that's without Jerome Hughes. Yeah, massively. Now I, I would say look the storm and we'll get to it later on, but they know they need to be a whole Whole heap better, um, if they're to pull off an upset. But 
It was definitely the pick of the two games. Well, definitely, yeah. Like, yeah, we, we talked about the other one in a few minutes, but uh, definitely. I think the outcome of that game with the ref, I think Anzi got dropped from, the grand, from final. the grand final, which I don't know if it's right or not. I think he wasn't massively controversial. There was one controversy that, that led, that kept him down, stormed down that side of the field. like. But that was it, really, I thought. I look back at it a few times, like, and it was a very tight game. It could have went either way. And I don't think the excuse or the the reverent of the media saying it's biased on Anzi's part is as bad as we all thought. Like I think it's I think it's similar enough to kind of the predicament we find ourselves in, in that there's two clear teams. We pretty much everyone is predicting both will make it to the grand final. And there is people with full time jobs. We do this amateurly, um, for love of the game, whatever. But if it's your full time job to fill the column inches. There's not a whole heap you can write about, so there is a few. I'd say it's clinging to a semblance of a story and pushing and pushing and pushing to. Like I know Bellamy came out. I think I think Harry Harry Grant got hit high mm. that wasn't given, mm. and then he came out and said, "Well, if he lost by a point, I think we would have looked at it." But he still like he still swept it on. He didn't want to sweep on the drug like mm. as in the Grant knock on. He, mm. he talked about it as well, like so. If you think, like if if Anzi, le- like got the high tackle, and then missed, I'll give the, yeah, who's more of a, <laughs> you know that oh, way. Yeah. There's you can't have a boat ways like and that's the the main thing about this. Refs are humans at the end of the day. I know, we all think like sometimes you look at the game and you go Jesus Christ, how can you not give that? But it's like a nanosecond of a split second of a. But then and then look, it's good points you brought up with people giving out about referee making a decision on the fly like how many times do we hear that call for um, like for the referees to make decisions well like most of the games this year every media or ex-player is saying get rid of the monk yeah so <laughs> and then as soon as he makes a decision on the field on the fly like and lads can look back at it like and slow it down to the, an inch mm. of a second of a fucking millimetre of a second like and then have the two cents in it but then you, you punish the fella that makes a decision on that second. Which you've been asked for all yeah. year. Just shows you people will never be happy. No. Um, just in case you didn't know, Storm won 18 13. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Incredible game. Incredible, yeah. game. Incredible game. finish. Um, and it's one of them games that you want the finals to be. You know that way? Yeah. You yeah. know that way? You need a tough road. like, And it just makes the next game when Storm were out even better to watch, I think. Absolutely. Um, and we'll get to that next game right now. Uh, so look, a small injury scare in the Panthers camp. Um, Nathan Cleary has made his way to hospital. It was this morning, this morning in Australia. Um, he injured his thumb. So look, I think that they're they're fairly confident he's going to boot up on Friday and. I think a thumb injury you'd be very confident regardless of who it is but someone of his importance they're going to boot up but in the event Cleary <laughs> was absent on Friday and I'm very much hypotheticals and looking for a story here do we have scope for an upset and I suppose a larger question do we have scope for an upset even if he is fit so the Storm take on the Panthers and that's yeah. the next game yeah. uh, just knowing how how wily and how clever uh, Bellamy is I think there's any chance that if, if someone's going to pull it off it's this team and that manager I think I think he is overstretching his 
he's definitely if you, if you looked at the squad at the beginning of the year and you didn't have Pap, you didn't have a few of the lads that left last year, like you, I, you wouldn't say they're in the preliminary final, yeah, yeah. would it? Absolutely not. And look, it is the one. In fact, you put all things down on paper. It is the one spot where Storm have a clear advantage is coaching. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, I, I like at the end, like at the end of Cleary's, like Ivan Cleary's, like he couldn't be up there with the rest of them. At the end of his, yeah, I I think given the strength of the Panthers, he'll always be looked at like almost like Pep Guardiola. Mm-hmm. Uh, it doesn't matter how how good of a job he does, people always go be able to advise him and say. Yeah, true, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like in that Panthers roster. Um, but he still did it in, in two teams. Do you know that way? Like, yeah. It ultimately comes down to if, if Cleary goes somewhere else, does uh, his son come along with him? Two for one deal. Yeah, Because um, ultimately, like, people will look at his tenure in West yeah. and go, look, it's, it wasn't. But then I don't think anyone could be judged on a coaching job at West. In, in the current guys uh, no definitely not whatever maybe Tim Sheen's does in five since then it's <laughs> yeah, pretty it's much pretty been much downhill from there because yeah, even Tim Sheen's uh, in 2022 is judged differently in 2023 but the ultimate question is like if Cleary is down at the weekend who is coming back is Louis back Louis is reportedly back he's, he's trending towards me and back. they have a full fit squad then pretty much yeah. well I think Panthers are the Panthers yeah I think they're that well aligned of a machine that if anyone went in there, the rest of them have the capacity to step up and and lead from the front like. And the big thing obviously suppose is Jerome Hughes as well, who's a late scratch. Um so you've gotta think he'd probably yeah. trend towards playing. I wonder how close he is like or um, how close he was to, to, to play to play, like if it was a fifty fifty in the dark effect. Yeah, look I I suppose in, in summation, Panthers are overwhelming favourites for this. And rightly so, but I guess all we're saying is there's a chance. So you're saying we've got a chance. Yeah, I think uh, Buzzer hasn't quite gone on that one, but happy to progress further. Yeah. So we're going to just touch on the Warriors, sort of giving a proper reception to Sean Johnson. Now, on Friday, well, I think after the game, uh, Webster came out and said it was very close, that he wasn't going to play. But then to go out and play the way he played before the points on Newca- Newcastle like now ultimately I think Newcastle's 10 game we're going to touch on 10 game run like mm. came to an end you could sort of see last year that they were coming the wheels were sort of like mm. they were a little bit soft a little bit you know like they weren't the same team when they didn't have Hastings and stuff like that and they were coming to an end of the run like and they were probably finding their level more than anything you know yeah um, but uh, for Sean Johnson to play after the injury scare and then to be able to take him off at the end with 72 minutes to go like job done and make him walk around the, the, the pitch mm-hmm. like for all the stuff that went through COVID like him leaving him coming back I'd say it means the world to him like and his family the way like I know New Zealanders are very much like family and yeah and Yoke, like I, I'd say now he's going to be a, a warrior for life like if he if he uh, like he, I'd say he signed sealed delivered on yeah. the ambassadorial role when he went to, when yeah. he does hang up the, the boots but on the Warriors like it is I don't think we've ever seen like this is a cultural phenomenon right now and uh, we touched on it maybe last week but 
the lo- like the noise as they came out. Yeah. I think it was Aaron Woods was that and he's like, I have played Origin. It is in I've played Origin Insiders. It has not been this loud. He's like, it is Spine Dangle like Spine Dangle. And look and look, there's an element too if they know even if they were to go on and win the competition this year. Yeah. I'll be at their outsiders. They won't be back home. No. no so, that's, and I was talking about like a, a goodbye from mm. New Zealand. We'll see you over the, the, the over city, the ditch. Yeah, over yeah. the ditch, like and, and bring that support like. Yeah. Um and they'll be there. They'll be be down their droves on Saturday. Um there's a, there's an element too is like there's a huge Kiwi population in Australia anyway, so Yeah. If it's not travelling ones, it'd be They're domestic all ones. Followed, yeah. So yeah, look, I yeah, uh, I I can't speak highly enough of the Warriors. Just in case we don't really get to talk about them next week, like they have been. I think that they're playing probably some of the best football we've seen all year. Like as in a team playing best football. Yeah. Like when they're on when they're rolling, like the like uh, Fanua Blake's try, mm. his late footwork towards like mm. he went untouched like and he had two lads in front of him before he got the ball. Yeah. like it was disgusting when he stepped off the side like and it's just they do it so well with that like sort of hard running like lock or someone at the playmaker and then like you ultimately can't take your your like if Shawnee Johnson at the back of that or whoever the other half is you can't take your back you can't take your eye off him either no. but you, all, you have Toe Harris you have Flew Blake you have uh, Curry coming at you all day the whole time I know uh, Nick Arena, I was Nick Nicora. Yeah. He went down with an injury and it was sort of twisted knee, and then it was so surprised to see him come back. Like, mm. so it just shows you what it means to them lads that put me back on the field. The boys need me, like, but it, they have some scary, scary strike runners in the pack, and then they ultimately have some serious ball players at the back. Mm. Like Rocco Berry's try. How do you get it down, like? He, he's been incredibly improved as you he said like I touched on it before like he was one that like halfway through the season I was like Jesus this fella's not to come down nowhere but you said there was always sort of raps on him raps on him and we didn't really see it mm. but now I think with John Johnson running down that side like and, and giving him quick ball early ball as well it's not like it's a uh, like late ball to the line yeah. and you, you, the defenders on top of you he's giving it like with 10 metres in front of him like so he can charge and run at them so it'll be interesting to see how they go against uh, and I think the Warriors have the capacity to beat the Broncos. Absolutely. I, I thought something I was going to say. I was like, I think the Broncos... Like this semi-final is, is going to be the hardest for the Broncos, I think. Is, like the Warriors are going into it with nothing. In a way... Yeah. Like they will come as the underdog and, and relish that underdog attack. And we're still a little unsure as to if the Broncos have that mentality. Like if they're up against the Panthers, I'd be like... Well, for a start, they already beat them. Yeah. But the second thing is, I back Pema just to be that professional, well-oiled machine. The Broncos have that little youthful exuberance in them mm. where they could get turned over in the weekend. Uh, is Look, don't get me wrong, Broncos are favourites. They're at home. Everything's going their direction. But I just think styles meet fights. And stylistically, it's a very interesting match. I think that they perfectly aligned the two preliminaries. Um, they're the best possible match for the four sides remaining. Um, but yeah, no look. Just in case you don't get to talk much about the the Warriors next weekend, next week. Full credit to them. Um, everyone's second team, signed, sealed, delivered, and I think if they maintain 
if they if they become a one season wonder, say like the Cowboys last year, and kind of fall off a little bit, I think they have been the best one season hit. Yeah, the odds def- like you talk about the Cowboys last year. I think the Warriors. I I've played them. Oh, absolutely. With just their style of play as well. And even just the feel-good factor of it. Yeah, definitely. Like, with all that going on with COVID and stuff like that, we always touch on that. Like, but nobody had a harder road than the Warriors. No. So, like, yeah. it, it's ridiculous to see Everyone's delighted for them. Yeah. Um, moving on, I'm look, very conscious this may be early mind games, given it's the two favourites. But, obviously, the Panthers have been asked to move, have been told to move their preliminary final to a core stadium. So it's not a full home venue, but the Broncos obviously can proceed in some cup. And there's reasons for that because it's not apples and apples. Yeah. Um. But there's been a war of wars between the respective CEOs. Uh, the names escape me for the Panthers and the Broncos. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Unlike other CEOs, that no. we talk about regularly. Pasco, Pasco, <laughs> Pasco. Getting to the stage you now where I blame Pasco if I make mistakes <laughs> at work. Um. But. It does bring up an interesting topic, which is, should prelims be moved to neutral venues? And the reason I'm, I'm prefacing this is, there's calls and calls and calls for some corp to use the grand final venue. That it, the, the, the grand final shouldn't always be in Sydney. But if it was a year where we decided to have a grand final in some corp, it would potentially mean that the Broncos wouldn't have to leave Brisbane mm. to win a grand final. Yeah. If... If this team is the team we start tipping that they're gonna be around for a while, mm. if it did move to say if it did move to Brisbane, there's a strong chance that the Broncos, as you say, won't move. Yeah. Like if this team becomes sort of Panther esque yeah. in the way they're young enough, yeah, they're good enough, as you see, they they just everything the Panthers went on, they just went on behind them like it was a, a one game at the end, like that yeah. they fucked them up like to win the, the minor premiership, like. But I think it needs to be really looked at. I think the final could be moved and it nearly should be moved a little bit. Yeah. I think Sydney, Sydney as we all talk about, such a big fishbowl. Mm. I'd love to see it go somewhere else. And even, I don't know if they have the capacity of Canberra nah. as in stadium wise, but like there's other other stadiums that have. It's about 15. I think GL is about 15. Uh, it's but, quite an, an old stadium. Now there yeah. is plans for a new. Municipal stadium in, in Canberra and, and is it Perth? Perth is a big one as well. Yeah, some of the like, AFL. I like, don't know if they'll go to AFL because there's so much bad blood between the two. Of them yeah, and look, there's an element too of like you're taking. I don't necessarily agree with taking it to like Adelaide or other places where we've had origin. No, but like the 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 Brisbane now that the Dolphins are up there. But Queensland is, is Queen, a hotbed. That's so, it. Yeah, like yeah. so, I I do think. It, but is it the weather then? When you go up that far, does it become like this time of the year? Like, is it getting fucking? Will it have to be eleven o'clock kickoff to fucking get going? <laughs> Could be. Um. Yeah. Look, we don't have that uh, problem over here. Yeah, no. no just, will it be dry? <laughs> yeah, that's um, that. Was it dry? It's obvious. Uh. Yeah. Look, I, I, I personally think, but I, I think, if you look at other codes and other sports, like semi-finals are, are sometimes held in a, in a neutral venue like if you look at say the FA Cup for an example and I keep using the only thing about that is it's named fucking four months beforehand or five months beforehand but it's, but it's named in a neutral venue yeah 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 so yeah yeah once yeah once it's, that's it's, what I'm saying like should, should we just name it as a neutral venue once we get to the finals because it could be Melbourne either like yeah do you have the capacity to open Amy Park would yeah or Marvel as it's now Marvel Park 
I think we'll stick with Amy. No, um, definitely. I think I think um, was it the Warriors that were pushing the the Panthers? No, the Warriors were pushing the Broncos to go back an hour or two. Yeah. Because all the New Zealand kids will be in bed by the time this game comes around, like, which I don't think it will. <laughs> I think some little fuckers will be up watching this game. It's Saturday too. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't feel that bad about it, oh, but I think mum, cause he's stay up, bro. I stay up, mum, bro. Uh, it's the he the was. Um. Yeah, look up. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. I, I think there's such a the scope and this is a bit of a strange one but like you could theoretically I know we probably don't have the infrastructure in, in the NRL like you look at the Panthers having to play their game and it was there was a quest for the Sharks mm. not to play their finals game at home but I think when you get to the prelim finals what you could do is you could actually top and tail mm. so the Panthers could play in Sun Cup yeah yeah that as well would be brilliant. I and, think and Brisbane, yeah, to to swept them up and and I know it's, it's I know it's, it's a tough from the fans. But yeah, but like, Panthers are playing. Panthers are playing. Uh, who's playing? They are playing the Storm. Storm, like so, like the Storm lads still have to go to fucking Sydney. Like, Absolutely, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. But then you and then you look at the Bron the Bronco or the Brisbane like the Broncos, the Warriors have to go to fucking <laughs> the yeah. Sun Gold, like, which is <laughs> much much longer than Melbourne to Sydney. Uh, but it'd be interesting to see if they could do a, a neutral venue or take it away a double header a, a double header as well that would be ridiculous like mm. that that would be a real give back to the fans oh definitely like to have it um, on the same night one after another like would be ridiculous yeah. but if the buzzer did go well I, I was just going to touch on the storm again maybe just to uh, the potential of maybe as we said before, like the storm having the ability to put one over the Panthers. We were talking about Bellamy, the factor of Bellamy, like, and I think if if somehow, some way, Jerome Hughes is able to play, I think them two playmakers put a lot of pressure on Reynolds and Ezra, man. Sorry, no. <laughs> Cleary and Louis. Because ultimately I think the partnership is probably the closest to two lads in a way of skill wise player wise I think Munster overtakes Louis or Louis I think mm. and I know Cleary is just mm. a touch above Jerome but what Jerome does so well is run the ball which we've seen Cleary do the other day a little bit but not as much as say other players mm. have the ability like he isn't the flashiest player he's just total control like, mm. on the field like as you say, Iceman or whatever, the ice mm. in the blood, he always does that thing. But if you look at his highlights, <laughs> you're not going, oh my God, Kieran did this. Yeah. It's just, he just, he's like Smith. He's like Karen Smith. Well, I'll tell you a, a better analogy for me, and it's maybe slightly disrespectful. Look, it's, it's an NFL-based one. It's Tom Brady. Mm. You saw nothing. There was yeah, always look. more talented players. Yeah. And look, it, it's not a perfect comparison but 
He just has that sort of about him that his willingness to, to go out there and try and. I think he's the best winner, and that was what Tom yeah. Brady was. He wasn't the yeah, best athlete. Yeah, no, wasn't by best far he wasn't the best athlete. But he was the best winner. Yeah, and he 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 could always find a way, and I think Nathan can always find a way. Now, look, Nathan's skill set is at a at a higher level in comparison to the halves around the competition. Mm. But it's also very interesting too that we're looking at like with Nathan's injury, we're looking at a situation where you're going into a Premier League final, and only one of the four halves. It's fully fit in Cameron Munster. Mm. So yeah, I'd love to know how how close it was with Jerome. And you're ultimately you're not gonna. No, Bellamy would keep that to his chest. And even Bellamy's not the type. There's there's certain coaches would. and certain organizations who won't leak it before, but will definitely leak it as an excuse afterwards. After yeah, I don't think he will. No. but uh, I just think the one thing that's gonna affect the storm is their ability to gain meters to the middle. I think the Panthers pack. Yeah. probably more dominant than 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 the uh, the storm pack and where are you going to get that meters I know there was a, a clip of uh, what's the problem for the storm Nas no the white rhino <laughs> what's the he's the uh, oh Jesus <laughs> what was his name uh, Sims no that's uh, your man he's the Queensland for the storm yeah, the storm. You're the big fella. He's injured at the beginning of the season. Oh, Christian Welsh. Christian Welsh. But yeah. he calls himself the white rhino because he's a endangered species. There's only so many white lads playing prop now. So that's why he calls himself. So there's talk of him in a training going, yeah, 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 white rhino's open. <laughs> so, but uh, he made a break like, and it was like running through quicksand. It was, <laughs> it was, I think Bellamy was giving him a shite in the, in the pro, on the, the pre uh, post game interview, like, but uh, like, ultimately they're not as explosive as uh, as they uh, thought. Oh, Fisher Harris, no, Moses, Leota, yeah, and like they're f- scary. That's the best. It's the best pop combination in, in the league. But then you, you have your man, the the substitute to come on. He's going to the Roosters. Uh, Spencer Leon as well. Mm-hmm. He's an animal as well. Mm-hmm. He's just a cannonball. Yeah, and probably Liam. Uh, Martin is probably the best role we have, edge forward there is now at the minute because he's just a nasty little shake. Like there is, uh, no, I wouldn't say nasty. He's just nobody dogged. He's just dogged. Yeah, like nobody he, and hard. You're and just going to have to tackle him all day every day, and he's going to come hundred miles an hour just yeah. all the time. Like, yeah. So um, it'd be interesting to see. I just think that <laughs> he's Victor Radley with discipline. Yeah, well, he didn't have it at the early stages of his career. He no. sort of, I think, I even had a better talk than Robinson had with, <laughs> with Radley. Some men can be controlled and some can't. Yeah, yeah. But ultimately, it comes down to the pack. I think they're sort of... They don't have the names to storm at the back, but they're over-exceeding their expectation at the minute. Absolutely. They're playing to, to, like... Once, like, it just showed you that kick. I think Warbrick has 25 tries or something. Yeah. Like this, like, it's ridiculous. Just to find... Like, for a fella. And you, you think Robert. he's not... Yeah, just because he didn't play league doesn't mean he didn't play a good standard in, in Union. Exactly. But and it just... Because we didn't know him at the time, like... Yeah. What, so he what was a little freak. What if he's going to do him? Definitely. Present. But look, it's a story for nice. another podcast. Yeah. Uh, Coming next year. <laughs> yeah, look, it was last point that let's finish on this. And I suppose it's kind of a an ode to one of the sides that are leaving. Um, but undoubtedly, the worst performance in months. But do you see kind of that 10 game run the Knights put together? Is something sustainable next season, or is it 
kind of a mini one season wonder or a blip. Uh, and I'll tell you where I'm coming from because they struggled for much of the season and they went in a run. And sometimes you just get these magical runs. Yeah. I worry about this mine. Obviously, Jackson Hasten fractured his ankle, I think. In, yeah, in it, was, it was, was nasty. Um, Over absolutely nothing, though. Like, yeah. It was like your man pushed him. Minimal contact injury. Yeah, just cut Freak injury as such. Um, Tyson Gamble got caught up in a hole. <laughs> Mason. Oh, he, Willie Mason. He, yeah, put, tuck your head in, lad. Mm. You're in, you're in a, a, a preliminary semi-final, like. You don't need any outer knives. No. But yet you throw fuel to the fire. Yeah. And curse to the podcast or whatever he was doing. Like the, even the wording of it like was argumentative at best. He could have said like <laughs> we don't play like we play to our whatever. Our like, strengths. Yeah, yeah, strengths. We don't we're not a one man team, like mm. we, we play for ourselves, like but yet to go out and say you were in the middle, stayed in the fucking middle, like wasn't the best place where Willie uh, Mason has a platform to come back at you a hundred miles an hour every time he gets a chance. No, I look and like I thought he, I thought he 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 handled it well, like he handled the whole Jack Whiting thing initially. Yeah, I'm not going. Do I know? Do I am I convinced it was an actual bite? There's two men who actually know what went on there. Yeah, I'm not sure. Uh, but to, like I know he said like what stays on the field, but the hullabaloo he put on the field when it happened. Yeah. He fairly fucking no look. He, he was trying to win a game there, oh, so yeah, no. he probably seen the mark and he was like, "There's a chance here to get to be the best player sent off." Um, I think, yeah, no, and ultimately, if he, if he didn't believe it happened, he would do that. But I think I thought his comments were correct. He was like, "I'm preparing for one of the biggest games of my life. I'm not going to be spending yeah a day in yeah, the yeah, yeah. yes on Twitter he goes fucking moon." Yeah. <laughs> um, where look I think you have to kind of know your lane and go she's like probably overachieving the season so oh fucking what's his name O'Brien was on the phone to him straight away saying delete that or yeah. something like pull your head in lad yeah where, so. like to go out with what he said and then get drubbed 40-10 it's not a good look the, your question was next year I think the loss of uh, the winger the big fella Dom Young he's going to be massive I think he just has that that speed that scary speed like because he starts like he his some of the tries he makes he's not even in the picture when it starts the breaks but he's not in the game no no <laughs> no like he's, he, he, he's like absent and then he's he's kind of like no he, he's far better because his finish are far better but he's kind of like Johnson at Souths yeah but you're trying to replace the scores it's not you're not actually trying to replace his work rate. It's no, not no, like no. you need someone that's going to score seventeen tries. Yeah, like and I, you I, have that coming through. Yeah, like like it's when a, uh, Lockie Miller said he was signing yeah. for an English team, like that was probably a fucking. I wouldn't have fucking let him go. No, not that. I would have tried and get him into the wing or something because he is electric as well. Yeah, especially given the cover he provided for Ponga, which exactly is like, probably going to happen again. Look, let's like you look at uh, we go back to the storm, but mainly like. Mm. I mean he probably came as a, a winger centre slash centre slash where do you want me coach yeah. to be fair and then he found a home full back like ultimately all the second full backs they ever had yeah. <laughs> like Heinz and all that but you could have seen I, I would definitely be comfortable to play Miller on the wing absolutely with, with absolutely. The, some of the skills he has like he'll tear it up in, in yeah. the Super League over in England like, and then you'll be kicking yourself going why do we leave this for like oh 
and Ponga probably get a concussion three times next year and you'll be fucked. Yeah. Because um, I think Kurt Mann is talking about going as well. Yeah, because Kurt, well, Kurt Mann, to be fair, is kind of on the outer. Um, but he's still a decent player. Like He, he covers so many positions. He, he covers hook or he can cover, he can cover in the halves too. Mm. Um, and and, and, and Lucy. Lucy, yeah. Yeah. He covers too many fucking things for his own good. Yeah. Um, but as you, like, ultimately, it comes down to do you... Can you get a replacement that's going to give you that output? Production. And then you probably have to look at your pack because I think they were, at, at times, they were the, the least meters through the middle mm. of any team in the first 10 or 13 fucking yeah. games this year, like, which is ridiculous. Like, But it was still the same pack that played yeah. the end of the year. Like, yeah. <laughs> So I don't know, was it... Because a lot of their meters, if you look at their meters, you had Dom Young, you had Bradman Best... And all chewing up like mm. eighty meter runs and stuff like that, mm. and then you have a pack that's breaking like your props are breaking just over hundred. And you and you kind of had overpaid a lot of those uh, that pack. But I think the two uh, Safiti brothers, mm. after their sort of origin, they were sort of on their laurels maybe a little bit. Yeah, definitely big time. Like, and they have done nothing in the mm. last two years for that team. No, in a way of performance wise, like they they go out and play like and. I don't know if they're fit or not, but it's injuries. Like maybe it's time to fucking look at your injury. Like if you have one, if you're carrying an injury and you're playing that poorly, maybe it's time to put your hand up and go. I need to go fucking. Yeah, <laughs> like, two weeks of rehab. Yeah, but people are gonna uh, they're gonna uh, like they're gonna rate you either way. Like, mm. but uh, you'd rather be like I'm sitting on the thing and not going out there and not performing. Yeah. Then sitting on the on the side of the pitch like going like I'll be back in three year or three weeks one hundred percent like. Well, don't be carrying fucking injuries all the time. Like I know you, the sport is, is so. I think you. I think I think everyone's carrying a niggle. Yeah, from about week a three. niggle. Um, but I think if if sometimes playing through an injury is worse than yeah. giving yourself a break because ultimately you're going to be judged on that. Yeah. And people aren't going to know. <laughs> I was fucking. <laughs> my ribs are fucked or something. The buzzer. The buzzer <laughs> went a few minutes ago. But for me, I think, to summarize it, I think the Adam O'Brien will be under coaching pressure a job pressure next season I I don't see this as the new rule I, I see it as an anomaly yeah um, I, I think you could be you could be writing that I think poor Adam might be in the same pressure he was last year absolutely and the year before I think this one is just and I would blip in the yoke played well and I think comes, yeah I think it comes down to roster management Um. But look, we digress. We will push forward now with the previews of the preliminary finals. So the first one is obviously Friday at 10.50, as mentioned. It's an acorn st- stadium in Sydney. Panthers not quite having a home uh, fixture. Panthers open up as favourites, naturally enough, $1.18. The Storm, $4.95. Um, look, obviously we're recording on a Monday, so team lists aren't quite out. I think uh, Stormwise, Jerome Hughes, Calf and Xavier Colts are racing a scoff to get the fight. Uh, Wishard and wingers Rima Smith are likely to name the extended squad just to cover them, mm-hmm. just to be... I'd say they're going to name them and see how they are. But uh, after that, really, they're looking at like a full, full, uh, fully healthy squad like for the Storm. The Panthers then, Jerome Luai, is looking likely to return. Uh and likely push Jack Cogger back to the reserves. As, uh, Isaiah Tago is also on track 
with pectoral was it mm. which would be massive for them I think uh, and then as we said uh, Cleary finger injury uh, fully expected to be in the half back so you're looking at that so the Panthers have won the past 7 finals matches Panthers have won 7 of the past 11 against the Storm uh, Crichton has scored in his past 3 games against the, the Storm and Harry Grant run from dummy half more than any other player at an average of 66 per game yeah. so it'll be interesting to see if you're a betting man I think Stephen Crichton <laughs> to score anytime. <laughs> Yeah, look, they have actually played twice recently enough um, as well. So round 23, the Panthers have twice, 26 points to 6. And round 18, uh, the Panthers put them to the sword, 24 points to 16. So quite sizable victories the last two times they played. Historically, now speaking, uh, there's one side that's the favourite. And it kind of shows this recent dominance of the Panthers. So they played 43 times since 1998, of which the Storm won 29 to the Panthers 14. So it just shows you how like early dominant. this team is yeah. in their in their come up in and it's the Panthers like yeah, um, no, Panthers like is it's just showing you like they are coming and they are coming fast. Yeah, fast, hard, and long. Yeah, as, as you say, fourteen wins, eleven of them were just there recently. Yeah, <laughs> so look, it is exceptional. And then it's was moving on to the second preliminary final, the Broncos against the Warriors, ten fifty again Saturday. 23rd of September. Nice time, nice time. Nice time for the yeah. Irish fan. Yeah. Um, because you, the second game last week at like five past seven, yeah. Irish time. It was. And look, I know that was over in, in Kiwiland. But uh, yeah, look, Broncos open up overwhelming favourites, $1.26 to the uh, Warriors, who are $3.90. Uh, historically, it's actually quite even. They played 42 times since 1998. Broncos have won 21. The Warriors have won 20 and there is one draw historically. Yeah. George Watson and the Broncos have just won four of the last 10 matches against the Warriors, which is massive. And But then Broncos have won nine of the 15 against the Warriors in some cups. So they have, it, it goes around and round about. <laughs> uh, and then the clubs haven't met each other twice in the season since 2019, which is just shows you sort of where the two teams are going at the minute. They're on the rise. Uh, injury wise I think uh, Kevin Walters is nearly clean belt of health, or clean bill of health in the squad uh, just Xavier Will, Will, yeah, uh, Willison isn't it I, that's the, the second row is it yeah but he, he's even likely to be on to the be reserves, in the reserves or, yeah, yeah, than and then the big question is does he play Corey Oates or Jesse Arter I think he plays Jesse Arter I think Jesse Arter it's just a little bit more <laughs> to him in yeah. a way uh, and then the Warriors uh, as I said uh, the Warriors did well the other day to pull Johnny Johnson off nearly 10 minutes to go uh, which means that he like an easier sort of training like they don't have to worry about him as much he pulled through the game grand I think he's full of health and then as we touched with uh, Nakora I think he's just been monitored as he goes this week so we'll see what that is and expect the two to be named yeah so two, two squads two full bills of health maybe yeah. which is what you want at the end of the season at the end of the season if yeah. you're in any position at all you just need a full build of health in your squad yeah what's that you uh, tell the lads well you did no you're <laughs> messing with a beanbag here and picked up on the mic and be going what's all the disruption it's not it's, it's a new beanbag is it it's the tash fucking the, the beanbag yeah look for the for the listeners who don't know I purchased a beanbag from a man gave uh, during the week and didn't read the instructions and the beanbag <laughs> Came 
as did a unfilled, <laughs> unfilled with a huge bit bag of styrofoam beans, which are currently in every room in my house. If you oh, look, look close <laughs> enough, I noticed as well. And I pulled down the styrofoam from the attic yesterday, <laughs> and there were it was bet into the grooves <laughs> on the steps. But look, that just shows you uh, yeah. the lives we lead. Look, that's pretty much all for me. Yeah. Uh, Panthers are going to win and Warriors are going to win you heard it here first ooh a change uh, Tash struggles to pick his side of choice yet again um, but thank you and good night good luck Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.